Welcome to the Wasting Time Podcast. We're here at the last episode of 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. I'm here with Nick. How's it going, man? Good. 2021. What a fucking shit year that's been overall. Yeah. yeah. It's been... But lots of podcast episodes. How many have we yeah. done this year? Do you know? Uh, I can't tell you exactly. I think we've more or less... Um, I think we've probably done about 12 because we I think we've done pretty much one every month or you know maybe two in a couple maybe like 12 13 14 something like that is that but, less or more aggressive than than last year I feel like last year we we were we were kind of really thick in like pandemic lockdown and we were fortunate yeah, to we get were loads whacking loads them of- out um yeah it's a good question man I've, what did I've, you just say whapping them out whacking them out all right i'm glad <laughs> you said that yeah whack, that would have been a weird phrase um yeah I, th- I th- maybe we've done slightly less this year i feel like when we're at our quietest we always try and at least get one out a month I, th- I feel like we've done that at least there hasn't been a month where we haven't released one so that's something well we've we've been fortunate to be able to actually go out and do things as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true it's been a sitting little indoors yeah yeah, um, yeah. Managed to go to some gigs as well, which we've obviously talked about. Yeah, yeah, um, we talk, talked about last time, didn't we? I think. But you, go on. I was just going to say, you've been to a couple couple recently, haven't you? Since yeah, last time we I think. Recorded. Well, last time when we did the Youth Fountain episode, we, talk, we talked about the ones I went to in November. I went to one last week, though, which, again, Love Breakers. Our audience probably fed up with us talking about Love Breakers, but. Fuck it, we don't care. We love them. Uh, they came down to London because they were playing with Callie Massey, actually, who um, who we had on this oh, podcast yeah. earlier this year. So it was really cool to see see them. Shout out to Callie Massey, and it was nice to meet them in person. Really cool guys, great band, and uh, I hope they're doing well because like they were like hit. I mean, it was one of those things where it is what it is, but they were about to do another leg of the tour in Europe. But because of COVID, they were flying home to Chicago the next day and had to cut that short, which was probably a bit of a bummer for them, to say the least. Yeah, I guess we'll see how it affects kind of touring, kind of traveling bands, I guess, really, you know, coming over. Is it going to... We've definitely spoken to people who, like, from overseas, especially from the US, have been reluctant to book anything in Europe and yeah. kind of vice versa, haven't we? Yeah, um, I, I'm just really hoping, obviously... At the time of recording, numbers are going up and stuff. I just hope these tours sort of in early 2022 and in the spring aren't affected too much, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. Mm. Um, but yeah. just on, but before we move on from, from this gig that I went to last week, I just want to say, obviously, Love Breakers were amazing as always. Um, of course. But a little, sh- <laughs> little shout out. Like, so basically, there were a lot of people that I, I know a little bit from the kind of London scene that were there. Like, so like all the... The, the guys from Apolo- Apologies, I have none were there. And I just want to give a shout out to to James from Apologies, who's been he's like he's been on this show before, but we've mentioned him on a couple of episodes. Like I think the guy from the Menzing has talked about him, and Callie Massey talked about him. So I saw him, and I was just I <laughs> I it was I was with uh, my wife, and I introduced him to her, and um and I said I was you know I hadn't seen him for ages I was just like how's it going blah 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 and I said oh I'm still doing the podcast and he's like yeah I know I'm I'm a listener I like it he goes it's, it, it's still really good um bit too much good Charlotte talk for my liking but apart from that it's really good and to, to, to that Parisha says oh we had good Charlotte cutouts at our wedding 
And just as she was saying, he was just like, what? And just as he was saying that, Callie Massey started their set. So obviously it was really loud. So we had to cut the conversation short. And I didn't get a chance to speak to him again for the rest of the night. And then when I got home later that night, he just messaged me out of nowhere, just saying, good Charlotte cutouts, for real. Did, I, yeah. didn't you, did you send him photographic evidence? I, of, course, of, co- of course I did, yeah. So so yeah, just a little shout out to, to James. It was good to see you as well as it was other people from your band and a few other people from the scene who hadn't seen for ages. So it was, nice. it was really nice to be at that, that show at the New Cross Inn last week. Bringing people together again, eh? Yeah, so, so, that, so that was really cool. Have you been to any shows since we spoke? I haven't. No, no, I don't think so. No, you were no, at a show. Um, this the, the interview we're coming to in a minute. You you weren't around for because you were at a show that night, weren't you? What were you going to see? Some hip hop and oh yes, what was it again? Oh yeah, yes, um, Abstract Orchestra does MF Doom. That was it. How was that? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It's like a sixteen-piece orchestra that recreate the music of MF Doom. Who you clearly know nothing about. I'm not um, overly familiar with MF Doom. Very, to be honest. Very well, um, well-known hip hop artist. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was okay. good to get out. And yeah. It was in Wyland Brewery, which is like a an old armories building that's been turned into a kind of brewery tap. But yeah, it's nice. It's a good venue. It's got big domed roofs, so the sounds cool. really really good, and the beer's good. So yeah, yeah, well remembered. Awesome. Better remember than myself <laughs> who actually attended that gig. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, other than that, no. What about uh, new music that's come out? And also, th- I, I just realised a year ago today, we we did the recording of our Christmas 2020 episode when we went through some of our favourite Christmas music and some of our uh, former guests gave us little contributions to some of their favourite Christmas music, and that was a lot of fun. It was uh, one of my favourite episodes last year, but um, it's been been a couple of new releases in the sort of vein of the music that we cover on this show. Any Anything that you've listened to that you've liked? Christmas-specific or just... Um, I guess I was steering in that direction, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Obviously, Newfound Glory released their record. I've listened to a little bit of that. Not a great deal. What did you think I'm of that? Sh- I'm sure you've you've probably got more insight on that, on that record as a whole. Yeah, I've got some thoughts on it, definitely. Go on then, let's hear them. Yeah, I mean, I generally enjoy New Found Glory's um, holiday songs. I mean, obviously, one of them was my first dance at my wedding. So, you know, definitely a fan of it for the most part. Because they did the Christmas special last Christmas. And we talked to Cyrus about it when, when he was on our podcast. And I did ask, oh, you know, are you releasing these songs like on record and streaming services this Christmas? And he was a bit... Um, about it yeah but it was obvious <laughs> you know you know that obviously they were going to and they have and um it's overall it's got some duds on it i think but it does have a lot of decent songs obviously it's got a full band version of nothing for christmas that's fun i really like the song holiday records um although my wife kind of ruined that for me because i was playing it and she was like it sounds like a like it's from a children's it's like a from a children's show or something it's like a nickelodeon theme or something which i kind of see what she means but i still enjoy it they've done like an acoustic version of or an updated version of it never snows in florida from their first album that's quite cool but you know so it's kind of it's some of it works some of it doesn't um mxpx had a new christmas song 
which I haven't heard that actually. It's good. It's good. They do. They tend to do one every year, so like they're a varying quality. But this is one of my favourite ones of recent times. Proper catchy. I think you'd like that. Listen to that when when we're done with this. Well, I mean, as as you were saying before we recorded this, I think we might look at like some of our overall favourite releases of 2021 when we've had a bit more time to kind of sit down yeah. and do them. So, in the same way we did this year, we'll do it at the, in January at the start of the year and kind of look back. Um, but is there any any other releases that have come out that, that you've enjoyed, like non Christmas related? Um, I guess I was listening to the new Frank Turner um, single Miranda, yeah. which is a really interesting song, just just based on the story, really. Um, you know, a song that he's written. I mean, he's, he's it's well doc- documented that he had a really bad relationship with his father growing up, and he sings about yeah. it a lot and his yeah. In his earlier songs, and his his father's recently gone through a kind of transgender change to oh, okay. to a woman. She's uh, okay. now called Miranda, um, and he's written a song about that and about how it's actually um, turned his kind of relationship with his dad on its head, really, and how it's you know reset reset his relationship wow. with his dad. And it's you know it's, it's a good it's it's a good song as well. It's got a nice. Nice feel of it, and it just I guess the story in its itself is just a real nice positive um, story, I guess. Really, so have you not? Have you not heard it? No, no, I haven't. I'll, I'll go and listen yeah, to it now. Give it a listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's quite open in terms of like you know his relationship with his dad and how it's how it's changed since since he went through the change. Okay. Okay. That so, does sound yeah. interesting. Another thing I'm listening to new Courtney Barnett, Barnett record. I'm not sure if you really to listen to her at all, but not too much. I know the name. I don't know. I don't know too much about her. Yeah, Aussie singer, kind of electric, kind of folky, kind of Dylan-y kind of vibe. Okay. Um, yeah, a bit got a bit bit punky as well. I would say. Yeah, oh, okay. That new record. I'm not sure it'd be your cup of tea because it's not got. Like many hooks. Oh, I see. I do. I am a man that needs hooks. I'm yeah, the, it's a on. bit more. It's like quite poetic and kind of spokeny, kind of. Yeah, I'm not sure you'll be down with it. I'm. I'm looking at her Instagram, and it, I always, you know, when someone's brought to my attention like that, I, I find it interesting to see who else <laughs> I know follows them, and right. straight away I can see you do. Um, Kelly from Dolly Rots does, and Peter Munters does. So you and two former podcast guests follow her. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That that I'm not sure whether that's a promising sign for you or not. To be fair, <laughs> okay, we'll see. What about you, man? Um, I sp- I think the other big one recently was, which leads us nicely into today's interview, was made at Mayday Parades album they put out at the end of November. Um, they actually so they released it on the Friday, and then I I did this interview with Derek the following Wednesday. Um, so we talk about it quite a lot and it was it was thankful that it I really liked it so um, I had a lot to ask him about it and stuff and it's just what I want from a Mayday Parade album just big hooks as we've just established I like in songs and uh, yeah I just think it does what they do very well and it's funny because uh, I think I, I put it on my Instagram story when it was released and and uh, James who who used to co-host this podcast with me like replied to that and he was just like because he works at bmg or somewhere and he was just like yeah yeah that's on our label good record that and i was just like 
what you is it this is like what you exactly what you would hate what you're talking about and he was just like yeah it's not my bag but can't deny those hooks on those songs it's just well written so you know i think when an album like that appeals to people outside of their outside of their lane i think they're doing something right so yeah i think it's really good if um if you had to give me one song to go and listen from that record which what would it be (sighs) that's a great question um let me just look at the album listing now because i've got a couple in my head give me a couple if you want yeah i think the opening track kids kids of summer is just because it's a straightforward kind of pop punk jam i think you'd enjoy that and i think track four if my ghosts don't play i don't play is cool because it kind of it sounds like it's going to be like this heavier sort of minor sounding song and then it gets to the chorus and it's just changes gear and it's just really catchy and uh yeah, I think those would be a good too. Okay. Got me homework then. Yeah. Okay. So with that said, there's, maybe there's maybe, your segue right there. Yeah, yeah. Like um so it's been it's been another fun year doing this podcast as always. Um we'll we'll see we'll see you guys, the listeners, in early next year. And yeah. um yeah, and this is my interview with uh, Derek 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 Sanders? Is it Saunders or Sanders? I think it's Sanders. Uh, the, the front man of Mayday Parade. And uh, thank you to um, Hayley at Good as Gold for, for hooking this up for us. All right. Enjoy. Merry Christmas, everyone. You'll have, you'll have to bear with me because like, normally I have a co-host for these shows. So like I'm kind of... It, it wrong fo- foots me a bit when I'm, when I'm by myself. But the bonus of this one is I'm, you know, a bit of a fan of the old Mayday Parade. So I feel like... You know, I know a little bit to get us through and stuff. So I think, cool. yeah, I think we should be good. I think we well, should thank be good. you. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. And um, thank, thanks for giving us your time as well. Really, really appreciate this. Oh, anytime. Yeah, thanks for having me. So wh- wh- where are you based at the minute? I'm at, I'm at my house here in Tallahassee, Florida. Nice. And um, what's, what's home life look like for you at the minute? Yeah, uh, it's good. We we got back from a tour, the the first tour that we did, you know, post or you know, since everything kind of opened up or you know, relatively opened up again. Um, yeah. We got back about a month ago, I suppose, um, and uh, it's been nice. Just been hanging with family and friends, and uh, you know, just staying busy. A lot of house stuff to do, a lot of music to work on. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's good, man. Everything's good. And it's funny because like the way we normally do these is like we're kind of. We'll like walk through the ages a bit, talk about the band history and stuff. But I think I'm going to approach it a little bit differently with with you today because, like, obviously we've had at the time of recording, we had the record come out on Friday, so I want to talk about that a bunch. So we'll we'll just dive into that in a minute if that's okay. And then you know I've kind of got some general things over the last few years that I'm curious about that that I'll ask about if we if we have time if that sounds good to you. Okay, yeah, absolutely. New record came out on Friday. Yeah, how are you feeling about that? How's it been received so far? Yeah, uh, I feel really good about it. It's it's a uh, it's a really exciting time, and uh, yeah, it's our seventh album, which is kind of insane um, that we've been able to you know keep on trucking along this this yeah. this far. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with it, really proud of it. Um, you know, the way that I look at it <clears throat> is that you know with with and I feel like this has kind of developed over time, but especially the last few years and the last few albums, I I, I try and. It's a goal of mine to uh, to build upon, you know, our sound by having some of those core Mayday Parade kind of yeah. staple sounding songs, um, as well as, you know, uh, I, at a certain point, we, we felt like around our, you know, third or fourth record, 
you know, kind of felt like we were starting to just repeat ourselves and do the same thing. Sure. And so, so we tried to add a little something new in, into each new album and, and experiment with some new sounds and styles and, and, uh, push ourselves a little outside of our comfort zone. And, you know, and I, I'd like to think that we did that with this one, you know, songs like, like bad at love is kind of a lot more of a, uh, more of like a modern pop kind of sounding song totally, or, totally. um, uh, but the track heaven is, is a little more experimental with like, you know, samples and, and synth kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, well, one, I think it's important to do that. It's also, it also just makes it a lot more fun. You know, yeah. um, you start to get into a routine, especially we record most of our albums with, uh, these producers, uh, Zach Odom and Kenneth Mount and just North of Atlanta. Um, and, uh, you start to kind of right. it's like a routine of just sort of, yeah. you, you know, what to, ex you know, what to expect, and you know what you're going for, but when you kind of branch out into this new stuff that we haven't messed with much, it's, it's just fun to, uh, experiment with that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, we try and just kind of keep it well-rounded. We like to have a little bit of the, uh, you know, softer, more ballad kind of songs, some of the darker and heavier songs and a little bit of everything in between. And, uh, I'm super happy with how it turned out. The response seems to be really great so far. It's always tough to say, you know, that first, you know, week or two, obviously, uh, you know, most people probably aren't gonna, you know, uh, say negative things about it. Most the response seems to be good. I guess the real test will be once we get out on the road uh, a few months down the line when the record's been out yeah. for a bit and see how well people respond to it. Um, but so far, I think we're off to a good start. See how much people request those songs and stuff. But yeah, man, I love um, like listening to it. it. As you say, it does feel like sort of core Mayday Parade with you know songs like Bad at Love, which kind of step outside the the lane a little bit. But I love that it, it really like compared to Sunnyland where you know obviously Sunnyland had that core mayday parade thing but I kind of feel like that went moved around a bit more but this one stays a bit more true because like listening to it like you get to um what's the I think it's the fifth song something about uh my ghosts or something it's got a long title sorry name escapes me right but like yeah, you know okay. I listen to a song like that and like it kicks in it sounds kind of heavy you know like I was like oh is this going to be like a minor song that was could be off black lines or something and then like the chorus comes in ma major melody proper you know signature mayday parade and i'm like for me personally you know everyone's different i was like that's what i want from this band so that's why personally i've been enjoying this record a lot man cool yeah well thank you very much yeah that that one in particular i think has got a pretty pretty strong response people seem to like that yeah. song a lot and uh yeah i i love you know having those songs that just kind of rock like that and kind of you know going back to like black cat off of lesson in romantics you know yeah um i think it's important for us to uh to do those songs and 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 it's kind of a shame i i guess that one really is kind of the only song on the album that really kind of feels that way so i think maybe yeah. we'll take that take that into the next one and maybe uh add some more of those those kind of heavier rock elements and uh if we can get away with that yeah 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 i, I love the fact that you kind of you always keep coming back to uh uh, Zach and Kenneth and like because they and also they have that kind of sound you look at the other artists they've worked with and stuff and like there's a there's a sort of sound they have obviously every record they do is differently and stuff what was it remind me what was the first record you did with them was it was it the first full length was that the first time you were with them <clears throat> that's right yeah it was our first full length uh Lesson Romantics and uh we've done all but two of our full links with them so so five out of the seven yeah yeah so i suppose like was that a conscious decision like i think you did the 09 record without them and then black lines like just to kind of 
just do a, a go for a different approach like always knowing that you go back to them i guess yeah i guess so you know it was kind of just seeing what else is out there um, yeah okay the one that we did in 2000 anywhere but here in 2009 that was just kind of a crazy experience overall yeah. uh uh kind of separate from you know one i guess the producer we worked with but also that was on atlantic records um yeah. and that's just a whole different experience than being on a indie label like fearless or rise um and and so that kind of left you know a, a weird taste in our mouths and um and then black lines we did with mike sapone and that was actually an incredible experience i i love uh, working with mike sapone and okay and a- out of out of everyone we've worked with he's he's definitely the producer that i i could see uh going back to uh to work on you know whether it's such as a few songs or an ep or another full length but it's just tough because you know zach and ken are at this point really good friends of ours and and it's yeah, just I'm such sure. a it's a really it's it's a it's a comfortable it's a, such a fun it's so much fun recording yeah, music yeah. with them it's it's very rare that you get stressed out or anything um and you really know what to expect and you know it's going to be uh, you know a great sound and a great experience and so it's kind of it's kind of hard to uh stray away from that i suppose on that last on Sunnyland, because obviously they they that was with them as well but then with the likes you did some songs with john feldman as well and i think there was someone else like so like the songs you did with feldman was that like with uh zach and kenneth as well or was that like done separately it was it was done separately yeah i think okay. there's uh i forget there's like there's two or three songs on that album that were done with feldman there's one song yeah. that was with, with howard benson oh that's um, it yeah yeah and that was that was cool those guys are great and they're super talented um but it was it was also to be honest just a, a little bit stressful um <laughs> and uh you know and then going back to zach and kim was like okay this just feels like home you know okay okay so this so this time around did it you just felt a bit more relaxed in general and more at home. sure absolutely yeah yeah i mean you even did the there was the ep wasn't there um a little while back in between that was with them as well i guess so <clears throat> that's right was that kind of were you ever gonna was that gonna be part of the record or was that always just the separate thing that you were just gonna leave and then come back and focus on a on the new full length? Yeah, well we didn't really know at the time. Um I guess this goes back to the end of 2019. We went into the studio and we recorded a handful of songs. We recorded um the uh the Christmas song that we put out uh in 2019. It's called I'm with you. I'm with we you, recorded yeah. We recorded it is what it is uh and we actually recorded the song i can't do this anymore which just now was released on what it means to fall apart um yeah. and uh then early in 2020 i guess it was you know uh, maybe maybe march of 2020 yeah. we went into the, stu- to the studio to record a few more songs and that's actually right when covid really broke um yeah it was like the first week that we were in the studio, everything just kind of fell apart and, and it was just um, a crazy, crazy time to to be there. And so then obviously, you know, we had all these plans. We had these these shows booked and a whole tour booked. And while we we're in the studio, it was kind of like slowly like, okay, we're going to have to cancel, you know, one or two shows and push them back. And then it was like, well, we're going to actually have to move the whole tour back by a few months. And then it was like, well, okay, now as, as time went on, we realized how, serious this was yeah um and it, once we kind of realized you know we're not we're not going to be touring anytime soon um we thought well okay we can still you know write songs and 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 record songs yeah. um 
And we knew that it would be a bit before we were ready to release another full length. But because we had been, we had been kind of bouncing in and out of the studio, we thought, well, we've got a handful of these songs recorded that we feel great about. So let's go ahead and put something out. It seemed like, you know, I don't know, it just felt like that was the right move at the time since we were so limited and there was so much that we couldn't do. We thought, well, we've got a handful of these songs. They're ready to go. Let's just put out a three song EP. Um, hopefully it, you know, makes some folks happy and, and helps yeah. them, you know, pass the time and get through this. Um, so yeah, there wasn't really a, a, a plan at that point of, of what that music was going to be for, or, you know, what the goal was, but it, it just kind of all worked out. And like, you know, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but like, you know, how, what that was like 2020 for you, obviously would have been a difficult year as it was for everyone. Um, but like, were there some like plus points for you? Cause I assume like you obviously would have been at home with, you know, cause you have, you have kids, right? Like, so you would have spent more a lot more time with them than you were in your in your normal daily life presumably sure yeah absolutely that was that was definitely kind of the the silver lining was that in the last uh you know 16 years since we started this band yeah um it's rare that we would have been home for longer than you know at the most two or three months at a time without being gone again um so so to have that you know we we didn't play a show for for nearly two years between the end of 2019 and this last tour that we just did um, so that, that was, that was really nice to just have that time at home, be with the family, work on, you know, house stuff and house projects yeah. and, and, and yeah. home life. Um, that was really great. Um, it was obviously, yeah, it was, a, it was a struggle for a lot of different reasons. Um, and, uh, I also just had a, you know, a lot of personal stuff kind of going on in my life. The yeah. last seven, the last seven months of my life have actually been kind of, kind of wild, kind of crazy. Um, we don't have to get into it too much, but I'm actually going through a divorce um, oh, okay. And, I'm sorry. And so, yeah, yeah, that's all right. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so just kind of like on top of, right. you know, a year and a half yeah. of craziness with COVID and that on top, um, things got, things got pretty, pretty crazy there for, for oh, a bit. Wow. Um, but you know, it, it it's, you know, it, it means so much, you know, this last tour we did was, was so helpful to, you know, I was just kind of the first few months of, of going through that, I was really just kind of lost and, and, I'm sure, and yeah. just wasn't sure, you know, what to even do. And so it was really nice to, to be busy and, and to feel like I'm, you know, working towards something and, and, um, made me so happy to play those shows and hear people singing along and just to feel that yeah. love and that, and that energy was, uh, uh, you know, did, was, was very healing. And, uh, now to have the new album out and to have all these plans of touring next year and to feel like there's, you know, kind of a, a, a hopeful future, you know, better days ahead is, yeah, it's, it, mean, yeah. it means, it means a lot. No, I can imagine, man, that must be helpful for you right now. Speaking of touring, I know, I know you're out with, uh, in the States early next year, you're out with, um, real friends at Magnolia park, I think. And then you'll come and then you're coming our way. It's correct me if I'm wrong. Is is this the, um, anniversary tour of the self-titled or is, is that what you just did or like, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Set yeah. So right we, on that. Okay. Yeah, we we announced it all at the same time. We're doing the North America stuff, and then we do Australia, and then we're coming over to the UK and Europe. Got it. Um, and all of that is the you know technically the I guess eleven year because that album came out in two thousand eleven, and we do a touring yeah. in two thousand two thousand twenty two. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's my favorite album of ours. Um, right. Right. And uh, so I, I'm I'm so excited to be playing all those shows. I think that's one that, that, you know, means a lot to a lot of people. And, and, uh, those that's, that's going to be just such an insane experience and real friends is on all of that. And I love those guys. And 
all of that touring is, is with great bands and great people. And uh, it's, it's going to be really insane. It'll be a very busy year, especially after not touring for as long sure, as we have. Sure. It's going to be a little bit tough to hit the road, you know, that hard. Uh, but I, I think next year is kind of the, you know, let's, let's get out there and do it and kind of make up for this lost time. And then I imagine yeah. 2023 things will sort of, you know, even back out a bit and we won't be going sure. quite so full sure. speed. I'm excited, man. I got, I, I picked up my, uh, you guys coming, you're playing the truck. Um, so I'm, uh, I, basically when, when I'm setting this up, you can probably see with the watermark on my thing, like I was having technical issues with my camera. So I was a little flustered when I joined. So I didn't do the proper in introduction thing, but, um, so I'm based in East London and, um, last, I don't know if it was last time you're here, but like last I've seen you a bunch of times, but last time you were co-headline with wonder years. And I think you're playing that same venue next yeah. year. So I just picked up my ticket for that. So. I'm oh, excited, cool. Man. Yeah. That that's a great venue. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was, yeah, the last time we were there, it's, it's been a bit, uh, yeah. and I know that show is, you know, selling really well and, and, um, it's, it's going to be all, all of those, you know, the, I'm excited about all of it, but in particular, those, those bigger shows that are going to have you yeah. know a few thousand a few thousand people there singing along that's going to be just insane I, I look forward to that so much yeah yeah me too man me too actually on that subject like you know what obviously you've been coming over here for years now um you know as i say I've, I've seen you a bunch do you do you have any particular favorite parts of the uk any particular favorite venues favorite memories um that, that, that spring to mind yeah for sure um I mean, uh, as far as like, you know, favorite memories, what's, what's, I feel like the first tour that we ever did over there, um, yeah. pro probably stands out to me, uh, is, is my favorite. It was the, the give it a name tour. There used to be the give it a name festival. Is that still a thing? I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but I still, it once, you know, once slam dunk really kind of kicked off that kind of got overshadowed. So I feel like we haven't had that since about Oh seven, Oh eight, maybe sure. something like that. It's been, yeah. A while. Well, that would have been about when, when we did it, I think is 2007, yeah. I, I believe. But um, yeah, it was it was us and Four Year Strong and The Color Fred and Megan Dia. Nice. And um, it was just such a cool thing. You know, it was a rotating lineup. So nobody was headlining. Nobody was opening. Okay, cool. we'd, we'd play, you know, first then second, then third, then fourth, and then just bounce back around again. Um, and those bands are all just such, you know, cool people, great musicians. Um mm -hmm. Uh, it was also, you know, it was just so early on. It was our first time over there. Um, and uh, I just have so many uh, wonderful memories of, of playing those shows. Um, and then, of course, you know, we've been back so many times. It's uh, it's always a lot of fun to come over there. Um, I really enjoy uh, Scotland. I like Glasgow a lot. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, th that, that's always a good time. And then I'd say that, like, the London and Manchester shows are probably um yeah. the the two you know cities where just kind of based on how um those are going to be you know bigger shows more energy more singing along yeah uh, and we yeah. played we played many different venues and all in, in those cities but um those are the shows i look forward to the most yeah it's funny so i'm jumping around a little bit but like there's little things you say here and there and i'm like oh, i want to want to pick up on that a little bit but you mentioned how the obviously this is um an anniversary for the for the self-titled and that's that's your favorite record you've made and it's funny like um last night i was just watching some old interviews with you on youtube and stuff and like there was one you did with ap for to promote sunnyland and like at that stage you were still saying yep ah, oh, you know the best record is the self-titled and that seems like ever since you've made that record something special happened like is that does the rest of the band 
kind of share that view or, or, or is there kind of different opinions on when you guys were it? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know for sure. I, I would, I would guess so. I, I, I can't say that, you know, for certain, um, but there's, there's something about um, that album and that time period. And, and I think a lot of it is that, you know, so our first album, a lesson on romantics was, um, uh, you know, we were, we were just barely even a band at, at sure. that point. Um, yeah, you've been a band two years or something, man. Right. Right. And, yeah, and everything. Nothing. And, and that's what kind of, you know, got us, got us moving and got us a lot of momentum. Um, and then, you know, we did anywhere, but here, as I mentioned on Atlantic records, and I feel like at that point, you know, so we used to have six members, uh, Jason Lancaster was in yeah, the band, yeah. you know, he, he left and, and, and then we were, you know, upstream to Atlantic and we, I feel like we were just pretty lost at that point. We didn't really know, you know, who we are as a band and, and what we wanted and what we stood for. And, and we were kind of pulled in all these different directions yeah. from being, being in just uh, um, a major album contracts or a major label uh, contracts like that. And um, we kind of lost a lot of uh, control and uh, of the band and a lot of our creative freedom. And we kind of had to basically make the album that Atlantic wanted us to make Um which was a very, you know, disheartening experience. And, um, and we, you know, we literally like they would come in once a week to the studio, um, and they would have a meeting in the control room at the studio with the, yeah. you know, label executives and, and, uh, David Bendis, the producer, and they would like not let us in the room. Um, really? Yeah. It, it, the first time it happened, we thought they were joking and they were like, okay, we're going to come in and listen through everything you've recorded so far and we we're like, yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. And they were like, no, it's just going to be us, and David. And we like laughed and they were like, no, we're, we're serious. And we were like, Oh, okay. Um, and so it was, you know, it just kind of sucks to like, it's like, this is, this is our band. You know, this is, yeah. we, we, we have to go out and, and play these songs and believe in these songs and to be so kind of, you know, shut out of the creative process was, um just and it, it's it's the kind of thing that i know a lot of bands have gone through and a lot yeah. of bands a lot of bands don't survive that process you know right, right uh it it tears a lot of bands apart um and so you know we learned so much from making that album um and afterwards we kind of you know talked and and thought listen like this isn't why we started this band this isn't why we started playing music together we need to go back to just making the music that, that we want to make writing the songs that we want to write. Um, yeah. and so that's what we did with the self-titled album. And thankfully, you know, as much as I, I know I'm kind of hating on Atlantic a little bit here, but <laughs> they, they easily could have kind of kept us, you know, trapped in yeah, that, but yeah, we, yeah. we basically approached them and, and asked them like, look, like we'd, we'd love for you guys to let us, you know, go do our own thing um for this next album and and they were they were cool with it and um so i'm That's super something. grateful yeah it, it really that means a lot and and uh and so that was you know self-titled album was kind of i feel like at that point we we finally for the first time you know really possibly since the band had started um but but certainly uh since the lesson romantics we kind of felt like we we understood what we were about and we understood you know what we wanted out of this um mm. And so it was so cool to go back in and it felt kind of like redemption in a way to, to make the album that we wanted to make and for it to come out, I feel like as, as strong as it did. And, and it had a, 
a great response. And um, there was just something really magical about that. And I feel like with the second album, we kind of slipped a little bit and, and, and it, that could have been the end of it. And for us to kind of be able to bounce back and, and do the self-titled and then just keep moving from there. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's a lot of why that album has such a special place, uh, you know, in our hearts. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but despite all of the kind of contempt, the understandable contempt you have for the experience of that second record, and like I can see your facial expression anytime you mention it, you know, but um, just objectively, the music of that, like, how do you feel about that now? Do you think it's a complete miss or do you think some of those songs are decent? Because it's been a while since I've seen you, so I can't remember if you play any of those songs live. I remember in like 2014, you might have played like, um, what was the song? kids in love maybe right but um i can't you know just in my experience i don't remember you guys playing much off that record sort of in recent years so yeah how do you feel about those some of those songs because personally i think some of those songs are still jams i agree you know it's not you yeah. at your best but anyway so. right right yeah um absolutely well I, with with enough time um i think i i in myself especially and i think i can probably speak for all of us um definitely feel better about it i i I think a lot of those songs are really cool. Um, I think a lot of it is just sort of um, feeling like there was so much missed potential. You know, yeah. there were a lot. There were a lot of songs that we wrote for that album that I loved that didn't make it on the album because Atlantic wasn't on board with it. Um, and so I think so much of it is just feeling like it. It it could have been a oh, lot I better. Okay. I I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for a while we all just like that, we were all like, that's our worst album. We kind of hated it, but I think what really helped a lot was that, uh, in 2019 we did, uh, that was the 10 year anniversary of that album. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't do a whole tour, but we played five shows that were, um, you know, that, that album, the 10 year of that album, we played the album in full front to back. Oh, I didn't um, realize. Okay. Yeah. And we were all kind of like dreading that a bit like, oh, gosh, you know, but but doing that was actually really cool. And, and to see, you know, the amount of people that were there that were so enthusiastic, uh, yeah. that were singing, singing along to those songs really kind of changed the way I feel about it. And, and maybe go, OK, you know what? Like, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought or, or you know, wasn't <laughs> as horrible as I thought. And, and so um, I have I have certainly felt a lot better about it since then absolutely okay. okay i tell you as well it's refreshing to speak to an artist when they've literally just released an album and you're saying your favorite one is you know one from 10 years ago because you, mm -hmm. you know it's so i know it's cliche but like you know the way i would normally phrase a question if someone's got a new album coming out or just released it i'll be like apart from the new album what's your favorite record you've released so it's refreshing to see how honest you are about that man for sure. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, and I, I really do love the new album and, and I love, you yeah. know, Sunnyland is, is one of my favorites as well. And it's, it's really hard to rank them, but um, yeah, there's just something about the self and, you know, who knows, maybe one day and it, it all kind of, you know, changed the time. I feel like when I put out a new album, I don't, I, I hate to say that it's my favorite uh, until enough time has gone by that I can yeah. really, yeah. Um, you know, think about it the right way. Be but, a bit more yeah. objective about it or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay uh we haven't got much time here so i'm just you know i mentioned i've got like some random questions i'll just try and get as many of them in before before i let you go if that's cool derek absolutely yeah firstly i was gonna say this is funny because like watching that the ap interview i mentioned earlier because like what i when i thought of this question the other day i thought 
oh that's a good question to ask him I think I think that's going to be an unusual one and then you're asked the exact same question in that interview but the the question what because that they phrased it like if you had to show someone who didn't know Mayday Parade one song by you guys what's it going to be the way I was going to phrase it was like if you really wanted to show off your band and you had to pick three songs what would they be obviously they don't have to be you know final picks but what would be the three contenders obviously I've got in my head what one of them would be because it was what you said in the other one but Right, yeah, I'm sure it was probably oh well, oh well, wasn't it? It was uh, oh well, oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah that'd definitely be one, and and probably yeah. for you know some of the same things I said. I think it kind of showcases a little bit of of um, you know the softer side of Mayday Parade. Uh, it's yeah. got that you know kind of ballad intro, and then it fires in um, really energetic. I, I love that it 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 uh, doesn't go into a third chorus at the end. It's got the long kind of extended bridge yeah. outro yeah. that has a bunch of different vocal melodies going on and and that's just a lot of you know one of one of our favorite bands uh, when we started was taking back sunday yeah. um and i feel like especially with like the dual vocal thing that's yeah. one thing we we certainly kind of tried to to emulate um an, another one i would say or just one of my favorite songs uh in general of ours is, is called the problem with the big picture is that it's hard to see it's it's one that kind of flies under the radar a little bit. It was uh, for the ten year of our first EP, we went okay. in and re- and recorded a new song, um, and so it's one that I you know I, I don't think it's like a, a, a fan favorite or or whatever, but um, and that song is kind of a just reflection of you know at that point. Uh, you know, the, our, the, I guess we'd been a band for about 10 or 11 years at that point. Um, and, and, uh, all of our, all of our time together in this band and, and, you know, how quickly it's gone by and, and how, and, and, you know, effort, the effort of trying to, uh, you know, recapture some of that magic, uh, that was, that was there at the beginning. Um, and I just, I, I really love that song. And I think what works really well with that, the, we did a video for that song, um, where we took a lot of this footage, we used to, you know, tour and, and we'd have these flip cams and whatnot. And, sure. um, so we have just a ton of this footage from going back to the very beginning, uh, you know, through, through the time and the touring and of a studio and everything. And we kind of put together a compilation of, of all of that, uh, video footage for, for the music video for that. And that really just works so nicely with that song. And that's probably my favorite music video of ours, just because it's, it's so hard okay. to, you know, watch that and not feel super nostalgic. Um, yeah. Um, and then, uh, gosh, I guess I'd have to say, uh, you know, and it's, it's obviously this is tough, but just on the spot, I would say uh, angels die too off of the, off the new album, off what it means mm-hmm. to fall apart. Um, and I guess that'd just be because, you know, um the 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 ballads the the slow sad ballads uh are such an important you know piece of of what we do um and they're also some of my favorite songs that we do and that one is is certainly you know it's a it's a sad song it's an incredibly emotional song it's that one's that one's about uh you know see seeing a friend uh, a a dear friend of mine struggling a lot and right. and and just being really concerned and, and worried and, and, um, you know, I guess ha- having some, some friends throughout the years that, that I've, that I've lost, uh, to suicide, you know, um, being, right. being 
um, really concerned about that. And, and so it's obviously, you know, a personal song and emotional song and, uh, yeah. That's that's one I'd I'd have to throw out. Yeah, yeah, makes sense, man. Dealing with some heavy subjects, particularly that put mm-hmm. personal to you with losing people. Uh, sorry, so shifting gear. Um, this this is something I I always mean to ask guests, but never really do because it, it's a funny one, man. Because like to me, like I think of like you, you're the lead singer of Mayday Parade, and Mayday Parade are sort of huge band in in our world, at least. You know, I just want like I'm just curious, like in your day-to-day life like how often do you get like recognized say you're you know you're going to the mall or you're going to a bar or a cafe or whatever like with your friends or your kids or whatever like how many times out of 10 are you going to get recognized by random people i'm just yeah sure just just curious yeah um yeah i mean it it happens uh gosh it's hard to say you know how often but i guess you know relatively frequently and it's always yeah it's always humbling and it's always nice and, and i feel like um it's it's not to the point where it's like bothersome you know what i mean right okay um which is which is great because i know uh, you know obviously any any you know high level of celebrity sounds like kind of a nightmare to have to deal with just not being able to live a normal life and i feel like i'm i'm able to live a normal life and and every now and then people come up and and just say and everyone's very respectful and, and nice and kind no one tries to take up too much time they're usually just say a quick little hello and, and say, yeah. you know, like, like your band, like your music, maybe they'll ask for a picture, but, um, no, it's, it's, it's really nice. And it's, it's really humbling. And it's, and, uh, I guess it's a nice level of, of not too much, but enough that yeah. it makes you, you know, kind of feel like good. You, and yeah. You got it just right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I, I had a big wedding not long ago and like on that day, it was like 200 people all want a piece of you. And like my wife said to me the next week, she was like, Oh, that must be what it's like for like super famous people every day, you know, and that must be exhausting. So I think you've got it just right, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't imagine. I, w- I would hate to have to deal with with that level of, you know, every day, all the <laughs> yeah. time. It sounds yeah. like a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. I think, you know, we're almost out of time. So I'll just finish with a uh, super simple question. Like what, um, is there any like newer artists that have impressed you recently? Um, anyone that you'd recommend to me or our listeners that we that may have passed us by, like who's impressed you? Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the two that come to mind, uh, that I've, the last few months that I've got really into, um, yeah. there's an artist called soccer mommy. Um, yeah, she's yeah. From, yeah, yeah. She's from Nashville. I think that she is relatively big, like does pretty well. Um, but I, I, I got into her, I guess, you know, maybe seven or eight months ago, um and just for a while it was just all i listened to um she's just uh, a great you know it's kind of a folky indie kind of sound um she's got an incredible voice um it's uh, she writes beautiful lyrics and beautiful songs and uh so i i got really really into that um and then we actually just did a cruise uh to jamaica um called the rock boat there was a bunch of bands playing you know we, we played a handful of shows on the boat and uh uh, it was it was an incredible experience, and there was there were a lot of new bands or you know bands okay. that I'd never heard of uh, on yeah. the cruise. Uh, and the one that uh, stood out to me the most and made the biggest impact is a band called Mom Rock. Um, oh, okay, no, that yeah, I'm not familiar with that name. Okay, yeah, well, I, I think that they're you know uh, relatively new band. I don't think they've ever toured before, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they were just they're so much fun live. They're the kind of band and. I actually haven't listened to that. I don't know that they even have a lot of music that they've released, honestly, but I know they have released, uh, they've released at least some music and I haven't listened to much of it, you know, on on record. Um, 
but it's the kind of thing where when you experience it live, like that's, that's really, it makes such a huge difference. Um, okay. they're, they're just so much fun and they have this energy and they're funny on stage. Um, and very, you know, outgoing and it's just the, they really get the crowd into it and just have, everyone has a great time. And, um, I feel like on the, on the cruise, that was like, you'd hear everybody like, you got to see mom rock, mom rock is so good, you know? And, um, and I, and I became pretty good friends with, with those folks. And, and we ended up hanging out, you know, just about every day, uh, on the cruise and, and got pretty close. And, um, so I look forward to hopefully playing some shows with those folks or, or, uh, doing some touring with them at some point. And, uh, that's, that's definitely a, a new one to look out for. Okay. Yeah. I'll remember the name. Nice one, man. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're probably out of time now, Derek. I just want to, um, thank you so much for your time. It's, uh, it's been lovely to meet you at least, uh, digitally. Um, loving the new record. So congrats on that, man. And, um, yeah, look forward to seeing you out this way in about half a year or whatever it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, man. All right. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, man. All right. You too. Take it easy. All right. Cheers, Derek. Wait. <laughs>